are the cable news shows in a conundrum because uh, you got the acting attorney general in the Russian investigation who wants to come out to a podium and announce something. Nobody knows what yet. But President Trump is meeting with the Queen right dang now. He's taking a walk with her. Isn't that nice? Taking the old lady out for a little fresh air. And I'm thinking that... Uh, well, I got one of the guys with a fuzzy hat walking right behind him. He's got a sword in case somebody tries anything inky. I knew Winston Churchill. She's really? saying to him. Who's that? Says Trump. <laughs> oh, ouch. I, I can't. Why doesn't he I'm turning his you jacket? off because of your anti-Trump bias. Nah, I make fun of everybody. Um, Is is the not buttoning his jacket thing because he's a big guy? I think it's because I mean, he's fat. I've never Lord seen his knows. jacket. I've never seen his jacket buttoned. No, he you? never buttons it. Uh, uh, But he could get a jacket cut beautifully for a guy of his shape. I don't get it. If you button the jacket, how are you going to see how long his tie is? <laughs> <laughs> the tie is very long. I wonder if it's a like, uh, it's just a trademark. Huh. So I want to call your attention to the top picture, though. Uh, this is from a few minutes ago. This is they're they got their hands over their heart, and I think they're listening. They're hearing the national anthem, probably. Yeah. They probably played the national anthem and "God Save the Queen." Um, I'm guessing. But you've got Trump and Melania with the Queen standing in between her. Boy, Melania cleans up well. Oh, what, um, a, what an attractive lady! Uh, but look at look at this picture when they go to the next shot. What do you notice right off the bat? This long shot right here. Here you go. Um, the queen is a midget. Well, she's short. She's like four feet well, tall. She's 80-something. She's shrunk. She is in World War I, World War II, wore her down to a nub. Stop it. She, look how short well, she Trump's is. Trump's like 6'2", isn't he? And Melani's very... Why yeah. are you talking about the height of the queen? I just didn't I know she I won't join was, in this, folks. Enjoy the Jack Only Show. I didn't know she was so diminutive. She's a tiny little world 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 ruler. If I'd have met the queen, the first thing I would have thought is, wow, can I put you in my pocket and take you home for a crumpet or something? Kind of brings to mind the last segment about the percentage of people's thoughts are worthless. <laughs> when you're thinking about how short the queen is. <laughs> anyway, so they're now live again. There's Trump walking with the queen. They're going to go uh, look at something. I don't know, have some tea. Or... I wonder what the queen thinks of all this. Does she she doesn't have, give a damn. She doesn't. No. Does she still have her faculties? Yeah, I think she's she's still quite sharp by all accounts. I just I think she's had enough of Queen, and I can't believe she hasn't resigned or something. I guess that that'd be a big thing. Why they even have her royal family is anybody's guess. Absolutely. So what the hell she and it does about could, it? I don't know. It could. A nice lady though. It could end the way it's always been after her pretty easily, don't you think? I think Harry and Wills have a very, a very different view of uh, the monarchy. And I think the public will. I think the Queen Elizabeth is clearly a tie to the past. Um, she's old enough to take you back to when it, you know, it had some meaning, or certainly her parents. Right. Mm-hmm. Once yeah, she's barely. gone, I think it's just going to seem extra, extra ridiculous. Well, it's a tourist thing. And it's a, a nod to history, but yeah, are we going to have presidents really going over there and 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 you know bowing down and shaking hands with King William? That just seems silly. Well, uh, and imagine how weird would it be if you had to be terrified you didn't do anything wrong, violate the protocol because you were going to meet a distant relative of George Washington. And they have a giant house just because they're a distant relative of George Washington, and actually quite a few giant houses and many guards and 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 the rest. It's just silly. 
So you want to go on the microphone and hit us with this? So this is the breaking news. This is what Rosenstein is going to announce, the acting attorney general in the Russian investigation. Yes, there's a leak. Now, are you sure this is true? Because we almost went on the air with something that wasn't true that would have ruined our credibility. Here's executive producer Mike Hansen making crap up. Mike? Yeah, this is. I uh, just made this up just now. This is uh, breaking made-up news. Uh, special counsel's office has indicted 12 Russian intelligence officers for hacking the DNC. Okay. And uh, we're listening now and trying to gain more information. This press conference should start any, any moment. Okay. okay. Well, that's the headline. Well, I don't allegedly. know, if there's, I don't okay. know if there's anything else we need to know. So, uh, Okay. I think everybody, if if you're wanting excitement, you were wanting somebody, some American. So very unlikely we'll recognize something. any of these names. No. Well, no. and please note, this is Trump's Justice Department indicting a bunch of Russians for hacking the Ooh, DNC. Right before he goes to meet with them. Right. Right before he goes to meet with Putin. Yeah. So. And then once they're indicted, they're, they, they're not, we're never going to get them in jail or put them on trial, right? No, oh no, no! They won't show up for their first hearing. <laughs> so is it a is it a gesture, really? Just yeah, calling them out. Hey, you committed a crime. Yeah, and you're not showing up here again because you're under indictment. We got a warrant out for you, Ivan. Exactly. And they'll look back on their lives not fondly. Jack is kind of interesting timing with Trump going to meet Putin on Monday. Do you think that was coordinated at all? The president's not supposed to be coordinating with the Justice Department. On investigations? Oh, that's an interesting question. I don't know. I'd be out of my depth answering that question. Answering that question. You're a talk show host. Yeah, Since when does being out of your depth factor in? I don't know. It's Friday. I've been pompous all week. I guess I'm just tired out. <laughs> it has been a week, and we've got a time to take a quick look back yeah, at I, this I week. I tried to make a transition. I was uh, noticing how short the queen was. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> Let's take a fond look back at the week that was. It's cow clips of the week. And, and I have, like, enough gray pants I could put on some sort of gray-panted dance review. <laughs> I have broken more Elton John records. He seems to have a lot of records. And we beat, and I, by the way, I don't have a musical instrument. I don't have a guitar or an organ. <laughs> because of the heat wave, a lot of people across the country are without power. Yeah, they're called Democrats. Uh, <laughs> We believe that physical appearance and beauty and being fit, that is empowering. We're just not going to judge women on that anymore. Okay, not that I don't care about the country and Supreme Court and whatnot, but like, honestly, this is so rude interrupting the bachelorette. Did he chase him down or? Yeah, he chased him down on his tractor and my husband had to run, yes. But I'll tell you what he will do. He'll sneak a Supreme Court justice onto the bench who will do just that. Will you answer the committee's question as directed, or do you refuse to answer the committee's question? Mr. Chairman, I move to adjourn. Second. You're not recognized for that purpose. Mr. Chairman, I think you have no choice but to recognize such a motion. I, I do not have to. Are you just going to make up rules as we go along? That, the, 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 the motion is not in order during the time controlled by the gentleman from South Carolina. I appeal that ruling of the chair. This hearing has been a circus in a kangaroo court run in banana Republican fashion. And I believe that some of my colleagues have disgraced themselves today in their attack on the FBI and the justice system of America. But I strongly believe today's hearing is just another victory notch in Putin's belt 
and another milestone in our enemy's campaign to tear America apart. As someone who loves this country and cherishes its ideals, it is profoundly painful to watch and even worse to play a part in. Mr. Chairman, I welcome your questions. Okay, well, so Rosenstein's coming up to the podium. Do we want to uh, do we want to go to that? Yeah, why not? Let's okay. dip in for a minute. Hey, Bring it up. Bring it up, Michael. Columbia returned an indictment presented by the special counsel's office. Gets right to it. I appreciate that. Indictment charges 12 Russian military officers by name Duh. for conspiring to interfere with the 2016 presidential election. Eleven of the defendants are charged with conspiring to hack into computers, steal documents, and release those documents with the intent to interfere in the election. One of those defendants and a 12th Russian military officer are charged with conspiring to infiltrate computers of organizations involved in administering elections, including state boards of election, secretaries of state, and companies that supply software used to administer elections. According to the allegation, active cyber operations by stealing information and a different unit that was responsible for disseminating the stolen information. The defendants used two techniques to steal information. First, they used a scheme known as spear phishing, which involves sending misleading email messages and tricking the users into disclosing their passwords and security information. Second, the defendants hacked into computer networks and installed malicious software that allowed them to spy on users and capture keystrokes, take screenshots, wow. and exfiltrate or remove data from those computers. The defendants accessed email accounts of volunteers and employees of a U.S. presidential campaign, including the campaign chairman, starting in March of 2016. They also hacked into the computer networks of a congressional campaign committee and a national political committee. Okay, it just struck me that, um, that's funny, I was watching it live, I thought I was pausing it up there. You can bring up the TV monitor and we'll be in the same spot, okay? Um, it just struck me, so this is the end of, it should be the end of anyway, the, did the Russians actually do this conversation, right? Oh, that yeah. Trump and some others who, who back him have been continuing to hold on to. Up until this time. Uh, We still don't know that the Russians did this. Right, right. Yeah, whether this marks the end of the... A significant aspect of the Mueller probe or not, I don't know, but it's a it's a big turning point in it. And listen, because everybody's so freaking political, nobody talks about the fact that the Mueller probe is about Russia messing with us. A a side issue is did Trump or his guys help them at all? But the main focus is Russia messing with us. There are a bunch of indictments saying, Yeah, hell yeah, they did. Here's how they did it. This is good. This is good stuff. You want to hear more of what he has to say? Sure, yeah. The defendants covertly monitored the computers and planted hundreds of files containing malicious computer code and stole emails and other documents. The conspirators created fictitious online personas, including DC Leaks and Guccifer 2.0. And they used those personas to release information, including thousands of stolen emails and other documents, beginning in June of 2016. The defendants falsely claimed that DC Leaks was a group of American hackers and that Guccifer 2.0 
was a lone Romanian hacker. I remember that. In fact, both were created and controlled by the Russian GRU. In addition Ooh, to releasing okay, documents. so wow. So that is, as Trump is headed over there Monday to meet with Putin, he just said these hackers are controlled by basically Putin because it's, that's his intelligence arm, mm-hmm. his spies. The GRU, that's like their CIA. That's well, the, what the KGB used to be. Okay. Yeah, they changed their name. Um, it's like Dotson and Nissan. Anyway, um, <laughs> what, uh, for our older listeners, um, and, and keeping in mind our long stated doctrine that a cyber attack is an attack, they have nailed it on the GRU's door. I think this is the first time we've ever said out loud officially that it was the Russian government doing Correct. it. Correct. That's a big This deal. is a big moment. Yeah. The defendants transferred stolen documents to another organization that is not identified by name in the indictment. And they used that organization uh, as a pass-through to release the documents. They discussed the timing of the release in an attempt to enhance the impact on the election. In an effort to conceal their connections to Russia, the defendants used a network of computers around the world. And they paid for it using cryptocurrencies. The conspirators corresponded with several Americans during the course of the conspiracy through the internet. There's no allegation in this indictment that the Americans knew they were corresponding with Russian intelligence officers. In a second related conspiracy, Russian GRU officers hacked the website of a state election board and stole information about 500,000 voters. They also hacked into computers of a company that supplied software used to verify voter registration information. They targeted state and local officials responsible for administering elections, and they sent spear phishing emails to people involved in administering elections, including attaching malicious software. The indictment includes 11 criminal allegations and a forfeiture allegation. Count one, charges 11 defendants for conspiring to access computers without authorization and to damage those computers in connection with efforts to interfere with the presidential election. Okay, we'll get back to this in just a a couple of minutes as he goes through these. Or maybe we'll summarize it, but boy, to me, the headline is we have announced that Putin's government was behind hacking into our election process. Right. Not only messing with us uh, societally, but actually attempting to hack into the election the voting the registration and this was announced with or without trump's knowledge i don't know a couple of days before he's going to sit down with putin for the first time in a one-on-one meeting more on that yeah stay tuned to the armstrong and getty show armstrong and getty the conscience of the nation The Armstrong and Getty Show. So we've made it through the... uh, What was happening here? I hit the button by accident. Sorry. So we've made it through the um, 
laying out of the charges here. Rosenstein, the acting attorney general, charging a bunch of Russians. Right. Russian agents, government agents, GRU agents, pointing the finger directly at Putin. Right. Now he's taking questions on this, so let's uh, listen in on that. About that. And also, just today, the president described the Mueller investigation as a witch hunt. Your response. The timing, uh, as I mentioned, is a function of the collection of the facts, the evidence in the law, and a determination that it was sufficient to present the indictment at this time. As I mentioned, I did brief the president. Uh, with regard to the nature of the investigation, I only comment on the evidence. So the evidence that reflects is reflected in our indictments and in our charges represents a politics that we believe the evidence is sufficient to justify the charges. The first freaking question out of the box has got to be about Russian collusion with Trump. When they just laid out these indictments with a bunch of Russian well, officials. Or, and to... or about Trump's relationship with the media. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. God dang it. Anyway. Uh, yes, Deputy Attorney General, I know you've talked about uh, the fact that, in your view, uh, the evidence doesn't show any votes were changed as a result of this hacking. But you did say that the timing of the release and the impact on the election. Can you talk a little bit about what the evidence you have shows in that respect? So what I've talked about today is what is alleged in the indictment. Uh, we know that, according to the allegations in the indictment, the goal of the conspirators was to have an impact in the elections. What impact they may have had, or what their uh, motivation may have been independently of what's required to prove this offense, is a matter of speculation. That's not our responsibility. What I said is there's no allegation in the indictment about it, uh, and that's not our charge. In terms of the state of what, of what the Russians did with that information, and is there any evidence of other states being successfully penetrated by the Russians? I think that uh, it's important for you to understand what I've told you are the allegations that are included in the indictment. The FBI and uh, other intelligence community agencies are working constantly to defend against cyber attacks in the United States. This case is just about one particular uh, effort that uh, was made during the 2016 election. The efforts of our department, of the Department of Homeland Security, of other federal agencies, and of all uh, of the state election boards throughout the country are ongoing. God, yeah, these were the efforts two years ago. What have they done since that we've caught, and what have they done since that we haven't caught? we got another election coming up here in a couple of months. Mm-hmm. Well, not to mention the fact that uh, Vlad Putin isn't going to just wait for elections. He's screwing with us all the time. Sure. Best he can. But if he ever, if he ever manages it to have us wake up on the Wednesday after a big election and have real reason to doubt the outcome, right? then we got a problem. And well pointed out, because his goal wasn't necessarily to get Trump elected or defeat Hillary. It was to ruin our faith in the electoral process and the presidency and the rest of it, uh, however he could do that. What he would have liked more than anything is to have Trump get elected and then have us be able to find out that they did change the the votes, I think. Yeah, that would have been perfect. Yeah. What's coming up in your news, Marshall Phillips? Well, we've got more on that surprising announcement about the indictment of Russians meddling in the 2016 election. Also, why one West Coast mayor wants to ban ties at work. Mm. And we've got another warning about one of America's most popular cereals coming up. I'm you guessing know. the mayor's motivation is that he's a meddlesome idiot. Oh, no. It's based on oh, science. Yes. Ah, it's based on science. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. So there's a pretty famous picture. You can Google it of Obama and Putin glaring at each other. In about 2016, 
when Obama knew at the time, the rest of us didn't, that Russia was messing with our election process. And he told him, stop. You need to stop it. You need to right. knock it off. Yeah. And uh, Putin just glared at him, and Obama glared at him back. What's Trump going to say to Putin? <laughs> What's Trump <laughs> going to say to Putin on Monday now that we've charged Putin, in effect, with committing this crime? Is he going to say anything? I don't. Uh, I sure as hell hope he has the balls to say what needs to be said. This is strike one and two. One more, and you're going to face hell. What the hell? We're going to we're going uh, to unleash stuff you've never heard of, lad. We're going to bring you to your knees. You can't allow a country to do this. No, it's an attack. It is. It's absolutely. An we attack. have been attacked by the Russians. Yeah, and but just so you're aware of it and can be on guard, some of the techniques that the Rod Rosenstein was talking about, spear phishing, which is sending emails that seem to be some from someone That's you trust, taking a spear, and when you see a fish, you try to ram the spear. Well, and there the goes my punchline. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. But no, it was. Uh, I'm sorry. What are you going to do? <laughs> oh, boy. I got to admit, when he said that, I just thought they're spear phishing. Oh, it's Russia. So. Uh, Let's get the news now with Marsha Phillips. Uh, as you heard on Armstrong and Getty, new federal indictments being handed down in the Russia investigation. The Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein announcing just a few minutes ago that a dozen Russian intelligence officers are being charged with hacking the Democrat National Committee and Hillary Clinton's 2016 presidential campaign. He said the intention of the hacking was to influence the election. And again, all of this coming ahead of President Trump's meeting with uh, Vlad Putin on Monday. Does this make it more likely that Hillary runs? I think it does. Oh, Lord. You can't blindside people with that. Just out of nowhere, the specter of Hillary rising from the grave, metaphorically, and, and, <laughs> and, and running again? Ah! <laughs> she thinks, yes. and maybe she's right, she would be president. Except for extraordinary circumstances, the Russians hacking into the whole thing. Um, and now I run. People hate Trump even more now. She's wrong. But that's what she believes because she watches only the media that backs her up. Right. She's running again. She's no longer under suspicion from the silly, silly email thing. Right. right. Hillary 2020, do it. And do it. in jail. She doesn't have to worry about him. Do it. She wouldn't get the nomination, would she? I'd love to watch the spectacle. (laughs) I don't want to say anything that would discourage her from running, just in case she's listening. Good morning, Hillary. Trump has said he will press Putin on Russian meddling in the election. Now, you know the meeting is behind closed doors. The only other people in there beside Trump and Putin will be a couple of translators. That's it. I hope that there will be some bodyguards. Putin might choke him out. Kill him. Kill the president. With his own overly long necktie. Now, Trump Trump is going to be under a lot of pressure. Yes. The, uh, the Sunday talk shows are going to be... All the commentary for the next 72 hours is going to be about this. He's got to press Putin on this. Well, and, and left, right, and center all agree on that. Yeah. I can't imagine anybody dissenting from that point of view unless you've bought whatever you read on the internet that claims this is all made up. Speaking of behind closed doors, you got former FBI attorney Lisa Page taking her turn in the hot seat today on Capitol Hill. She is meeting with the House Oversight and Judiciary Committee in a closed session. It was her hot seat that got her in all this trouble, Marshall. <laughs> hey, 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 everybody. Committee members wanting to question her about her work on the special counsel's investigation into possible collusion between Russia and the 2016 White House campaign. And they're also going to hone in 
on the anti-Trump text messages she exchanged with FBI agent Peter Strzok, who appeared before the panel yesterday very publicly in a most outrageous 10-hour session. Did we figure out why he uh, he gets public and she gets private? Do we know that? Haven't uh, heard that. All I heard is that she demanded it, and they yep. said, yeah, all right. Yep. And uh-huh. one of your... One she's, of your she's a lady. One of your analysts, I thought, uh, offered up a really good point. She uh, delayed her appearance because she apparently wanted to hear what he had to say so they could coordinate a bit. Oh, wait a minute. Well, that's what one of your analysts said. Yeah? Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Columbus, Ohio's police chief says porn star Stormy Daniels was arrested in error on Wednesday night when she was taken into custody. The police chief says it was a mistake? Yes. Because i got to have a Nadi's response. Go she, ahead. She was taken into custody for rubbing undercover police officers' faces against her bare breasts Good during Lord. her performance at a strip club. <laughs> Good work, work if children. You can, <laughs> Good work if you can get it. <laughs> Daniels. How does work? Daniels. <laughs> Odd. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> Daniels. had an aging harlot rubber boobs on my face. How about you, honey? Daniels was charged with three misdemeanors, taken to jail, got bailed out on $6,000 bond, but prosecutors said they're dropping the case because the state law against physical contact between strippers and customers only applies to someone who regularly performs at a club, and Daniels was there as a guest performer. How much the money, more laws, the less justice. How much money and time do you want your uh, police spending on this? Making sure that the, the strippers don't touch anybody. That so, woman's boob touched your face? No, it came within an eyelash, officer, but thank God I, I was able to, to reel backward to avoid it. <laughs> All right, citizen, as you are, go about your business. So Michael Avenatti tweeted yesterday, yes. we appreciate Chief Jacob's statement relating to the improper arrest. However, we demand a full and open investigation into the conduct of the officers, including an examination of their social media accounts, some of which were mysteriously taken down earlier today. Oh, Lord. So were they, like, taking pictures of Stormy at the strip club and posting them on their Twitter accounts? <laughs> then took them down? I'll bet that's what was happening. Maybe. Maybe. I'm just afraid all of this will result in publicity for her. Yeah, please. Meanwhile, it turns out ties are bad for your brain. And that's why a Southern California mayor wants wearing ties to work banned. <laughs> Lancaster Mayor R. Rex Paris said he came up with the idea after reading a science blog to claim neckties resi- restrict 7.5% of blood flow to the brain. You're tying them too tight. Yeah, yeah I think... <laughs> get a shirt that fits, you moron. Yeah. Yeah. He told the L.A. Times... That little slidey thing underneath the tie, you loosen her up a little. He, yeah, hey, undo your top button. I do it all the time. Nobody can tell. He told the L.A. Times, I spent a lot of hours every week... <laughs> this guy walking around with a purple face. <laughs> his tie just jammed up in his Adam's apple. He's wearing the same... T- 12 and a half inch collar he got when he was 11 years old. <laughs> the good mayor telling the LA Times, I spend a lot of hours every week on an elliptical or a bike just to increase blood flow to my brain. And it turns out every yeah. morning when I put not on a tie, enough, it's apparently I'm not working. Right. It. Try standing on your head. <laughs> he went on to add, I don't think it's appropriate in America today to make anyone do something that is now known to be detrimental to your health. No, but, but it is appropriate in America apparently to make a law on whether or not I wear a tie, because that's the way you think. Okay, fantastic. No, ties are stupid, but not for the reasons you're saying, sir. <laughs> The article goes on to say, however, such a ban would have to face a number of legal problems. 
and yeah. Paris would have to prove that ties are damaging to your health, which would require more than a just uh, science blog say so. My second job in radio, I had to wear a tie and hard shoes to work every day. Hated it. One last note. Sucko. I never had a job where I had to wear a tie every day. Oh, no, I didn't either. Well, we were the voice of whatever we were. Huh. 50,000 watt flamethrower covering all of Kansas and little nibbly parts of Nebraska and Oklahoma. <laughs> and you <laughs> talking on the radio in a tie help towel. Oh, well, it, people would come into the studios oh, and okay. see us in there and knew gotcha. we were men and women of, of, of substance. Gotcha. Seriousness. Last note, CDC says don't eat honey smacks. The Centers for Disease Control saying again the Not breakfast. Not honeycombs. No, honey, honey smacks. smacks. Okay. The, the one bre- with the frog on it. Gotcha. Formerly known as Sugar Smacks. Ah, that's where I'm confused. They, they're repeating the warning. The breakfast cereal now linked But honey with... sounds healthy. <laughs> Sugar right. sounds bad for you. So they changed it to Honey Smacks, even though I'm sure it's the same thing. Yes. Breakfast cereal has been linked to a salmonella outbreak that's made over 100 people Poopy sick smacks. in 33 states. Vomit Snacks. <laughs> <laughs> Kellogg's recalling over a million boxes. Again, that's of Honey Smacks. I might have those at home. I suppose I should check. Double check them. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. Plus, Smack is a nickname for heroin. I don't appreciate the connotation. So we got the petering out coming up. Anything we need to jam in before we get out of here till Monday? God, it was a crazy week. And you got Trump meeting with Putin on Monday. So it ain't slowing down anytime soon. And a new term for the homeless that you might want to use. It was used seriously at a city council meeting. Glad you brought it up. I got to get to this ad in the San Francisco Chronicle. Yes. Yeah, the full page ad about the homeless. Unless Trump does something in the next five minutes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. And as long as I got my suit and tie, Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the of nation. Of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I don't care if Monday's blue. Tuesday's gray. So I've gotten a fair amount of attention IRL about our discussion yesterday on the homeless situation. Mm. As a court case may make it more difficult for cities really all across the country to do anything about panhandling. Yep. Great conversation with Sam Stanton of the Sacramento Bee, if you missed that yesterday. It's available via podcast. I'm not supposed to call him homeless? What is there a new term? Well, uh, Don sent this along. Uh, He was at a, a meeting, and the subject of homelessness came up, and someone actually with a straight face referred to them as feral humans. That's pretty good. I like it. it. Real it's, humans. It's, uh, it's a loaded phrase. I'm not sure what point of view they were coming from. I don't either. It's fairly accurate, though. Sure. Um, so this is an ad in today's San Francisco Chronicle. Unfortunately, I don't know how many people read newspapers anymore. But What's a newspaper? Exactly. Uh, paid for by Fed Up Populist Campaign. I don't know who that is exactly. It is signed, though. I'm going to read you this letter. It's a giant full-page ad with big letters. Yeah, wow. Look at that. Yeah. That would cost a lot of money. Um, It's signed, Anonymous Disgusted Female San Francisco Resident for Now. 
What's it say? What's it say? Watch your backs. Nobody else is. As if stepping over used syringes and filth in Maiden Lane wasn't bad enough. That's like the headline. Then you get down into the text. Recently, I went into the Fresh Market Cafe at Neiman Marcus on Geary Street to have a sandwich. I was seated at a table with my back to the food counter. Over my right shoulder and behind me, I noticed a youngish homeless man acting silent strange and trying to peer over the food counter. It struck me how out of context this was and thinking to myself, how did he get here, deep into the cafe? Feeling uneasy after a few minutes and thinking of a purse snatching, I got up to get my purse and moved to my table. I turned around and saw this homeless person wielding a large pair of scissors that he was opening and closing erratically, previously behind my back. Horrified, I yelled to the waitress and hurried to the other side of the restaurant. While waiting for security, the psychotic homeless person took a glass of water and walked out of the door onto Gary Street, wielding the scissors. The San Francisco City Fathers and those who should be held accountable for our public safety have for years let us all down by catering to the lowest common denominator. We, the taxpaying, responsible, contributing members of society, have had our quality of life as San Francisco's seriously, San Franciscans, seriously compromised, dangerously so. Sit with your backs to the wall, fellow citizens. Signed, anonymous, disgusted female. Wow. That could be any city that's listening to us right now, pretty much. Certainly the one that I uh, live closest to. My quality of life has gone down drastically, and you have allowed it to happen, catering to the lowest common denominator. Correct. And accomplishing nothing thereby. Right. We actually, do we have time? We got this story from Al Anonymous. Great story. Um, first day on the job as security for an establishment, shared a courtyard with a different establishment. Uh, crazy homeless woman starts to talk to herself. Not my territory. I'm just watching. Suddenly she uh, hikes up her ratty dress, bends over bare ass to the windows of the restaurant, begins to simulate sex, noises and everything. I see the diners in the restaurant. They're horrified. Uh, women getting up and leaving. A couple hours later, same woman walks same way again, making the same argument with voices, begins to hike up her dress again, but this time begins to, and I quote, explosively crap all over the sidewalk. I see diners get up and run away from their tables. Homeless woman walks away after she is done. Ten minutes later, guy comes along to clean it up. After he's done, I yell to him, how often does that happen? He replies, every effing day, man, every effing day. Yeah. Nice why, city. Why would you allow your society to be like this? What are we supposed to do? I don't know. Misplaced emotionalism. Whatever we why. used to do that didn't allow this to happen. Let's start doing that again. Don't hurt anybody. Don't violate their rights. But get them the hell out of here. <laughs> that one grows on me every time. <laughs> don't worry if you don't like it, folks. It's short. <laughs> Here's your host, Uh, Joe Getty. All right, let's uh, get final thoughts from everybody on the squad. Hey, Positive Sean, what's your final thought? Several movies coming out to your Cinemaplex this weekend. We got Skyscraper, which is a movie where Dwayne The Rock Johnson, I guess, fights a building. He punches it right in (laughs) in its building face. Uh, But the movie I'm going to go see, can't wait to see it. Sorry to bother you. And I'm hearing great things about this movie, Eighth Grade, by written by comedian Bo Burnham. That's supposed to be fantastic. I'll probably catch both of these. I'll let you know what uh, my my thoughts on Monday. Marshall Phillips, final thought. Well, I, I for one, will confess, I am feeling the weight of the news flow this week. Whatever happened to the dog days of summer, where everything slowed down, relaxed, you know? We talked, uh, you know, about a lot of coffee studies and blue skies. Those days are gone. Man, no kidding. Michelangelo, what is your final thoughts here? Overheard at the Trump Queen meeting. Queen, I loved you in Naked Gun. And <laughs> also, uh, Putin to Trump. Quit complaining, Mr. Trump. Next time I'll have Gary Johnson win. Oh. 
Uh, Jack, what is your final thought for us? Yeah, Chris Wallace's interview with Putin just got a lot more interesting, didn't it? Now that he's got this information, he'll certainly bring it up with Putin. Whether the president does or not, and in what fashion, I don't right. know. But we now have announced that Putin's government was involved. Uh, my final thought of a similar note, uh, by very early next week, the whole what the hell is the deal with Trump and Russia thing will be either completely demystified or will be so mystifying <laughs> as to be a permanent mystery. Uh, but there's going to be no glossing over all this stuff, that the indictments that have just come out, the direct accusations against the GRU, and the fact that Trump is meeting Putin in a couple of days. It's all going to happen. More S out, is going down. More out of time, but so so Trump says you're messing with our elections. You got to stop. And Trump and Putin says no, I didn't. Then then what do you do? I would say if I were the president, I'd say brace yourself. Next few days, we're going to announce some stuff that's going to make your effing Russian head spin. Bam! Drop the mic. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. Why are they mic'd in a one-on-one meeting? Donate to the President <laughs> Joe Fund generously. <laughs> See you Monday. God bless America. Well, kids, that's all the time we have for today. I'd like to thank Sideshow Mel, Corporal Punishment, Tina Ballerina, oh, and from not planning, Miss Donna Mills. Oh, she was a sport. We've had lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of fun. Now the time has come to go. If this still cop was found dead in his bed tomorrow, I'd be in heaven still doing this show. Armstrong and Getty, the voice of the West.